You can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. Hey, DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode. Who cares? <laughs> Well, I, I'll start. I'll start. Um, pretty stressful, man. Pretty stressful. So after last week's episode, you know, we house our podcast on SoundCloud. So I was able to upload last week's podcast. And then I'm messing around on SoundCloud. I wanted to uh, make a couple edits or whatever. And I get this prompt that says, our robots think you're a robot. Please try to log back in. Wouldn't let me log back in. So I go through the steps. They say, close your browser, refresh. If that doesn't work, restart your computer. If that doesn't uh, work, restart your router. That doesn't work. Try a, a different computer in your household. That doesn't work. So we got issues with our good friends over there at SoundCloud. Luckily, I was able to log into my SoundCloud account at the station. So after we do this here podcast, I'll be able to load it on SoundCloud at the station, but I'm still having troubles fucking with it on my actual computer at home where I normally do all the taping and loading and all that type of stuff for the pod. So dealing with that basically all week, they haven't told me jack shit. So, you know, technology and SoundCloud, let's be perfectly honest, it sucks. It sucks. And we've been talking about this for a while, transitioning over to a new platform for the podcast. So this might be the Final nail in the coffin for our good friends over there at SoundCloud. So just a heads up. They sound like Chief fans. (laughs) (laughs) They they, they sound a little bitter. They sound a little bitter. So what, did you like mess up logging in or something? Usually when Mm -hmm. you log in, you in for good. Yeah, I don't know. I just went back to the SoundCloud page. Normally, I'm just there. I'm always logged in. Mm -hmm. And it just tells me... uh, I logged back in or whatever. It kind of kicked me out and then just told me, our robots think you're a robot. And talking about, uh, we tried to prevent spam, yada, yada, yada. But I'm still able to jump into SoundCloud on my phone. Uh, it must just like be something here with the router at the house. I disconnected it. I unplugged it from the wall. I did all that shit like they told me to. <laughs> it's just not working. So, I, uh, you know, what you do always when something like this happens, you go on YouTube to see if other people had the issue. That has happened and go on Twitter uh, was having a conversation with somebody that got that message and they said they haven't been able to log into their SoundCloud for six months. So, uh, yeah, big fun, big fun technology. When it works, it's great. When it don't, it's effed up. They usually just have you uh, pick them pictures of the boats, you know, select select (laughs) all the boats or select all the pictures of the stop sign. Right. So, yeah, I don't know, man. How was your week, Dizzle? Uh, busy, man. As you can see, I got these bags under my eyes. I'm a, I was up late, man. I got a call from me my, too. Uh, <laughs> me too. I must say, probably not, probably not as busy as you, but uh, yesterday, one of my real estate mentors just randomly called me, like, "Hey, are you working?" I'm like, "Nah, this is my day off." She was like, "Yeah, I got a buyer for you." Um. Are you available? Uh, yeah, I'm available. <laughs> so just randomly had a showing yesterday. 
um, out in Springfield. Shout outs to my mentor. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we're going to put off, off a bag, huh? Just drop, drop me off a bag. Drop me off a potential bag. So we, we actually going to put in an offer on the house we saw yesterday. And this um, may be easiest money I ever made, man. This <laughs> may be like a couple bands off of just a couple oh, hours of work yeah just a couple hours uh like 30 minutes of a showing and then uh, wow. a couple hours worth of paperwork i was up late last night um just trying to finish up uh, a lot of the paperwork and i'm about to call after we get off of this to uh make sure we get the offer in on time but yeah man hey my i'm convinced my mentor is rich because <laughs> At the top of the year, she said that her goal for this year was 70 transactions. 70. And I know she's out there in the streets getting it popping because last year, every week seemed like she was posting another sold or we got the house or, you know, posting one of them things. And I'm just starting to do the math, bruh. That means like, she had... She had 60 wins and 15 possibles last year, and she like, I need to get them 15 possibles to 10 to hit that 70. So I and see I, what you're saying. <laughs> and I'm doing the math. I had to bring out the calculator. Like, yo, 70? Let's say on the low end, if you're getting like 4,000 per transaction, what's the math on that? Like 280,000? And that's yeah. on the low end. I know she's doing them big deals out in Oakwood. So right. <laughs> she out here, man. I'm very blessed and very glad to have somebody like like her in my corner. But yeah, yeah, so hopefully I get some good news. Even if I don't, I believe I still have. They're gonna want to buy a house. Um, so I'm about to have them under contract for six months to find them something. So hopefully this is the turn to the first deal of 2022. Yeah. That's what's nope, up. Nope, That's nope. what's up. Uh, Killer, how was yeah. your week? <laughs> Man, you know, light. It was light. Uh, no, nah, I actually had a really busy week. I uh, had a... The dope privilege of DJing a party for Mr. Jimmy Turner and his wife, Jasmine. Um, uh, she had a 40th birthday party in Columbus on Saturday. And that gig was passed down by our, our good brother, DJ OPs. He's one of our good listeners. Hey. Um, so I so, uh, chopped up with him this week and uh, got the, got that gig accomplished. It was a 40th birthday party, which I'm turning 40 this year, so it was right up my alley. Um, I put a lot of sauce on it. It was, it was a jumping from start to finish. I was drunk. I went live a few times. You know, when I go live, it's, I'm drinking. So uh, did that Saturday. And then uh, Sunday, um, so so this is kind of funny. So for this hat, um, y'all, I'm gonna take a picture and post it. I got on three hats. So this hat was the win against Oakland. So around that time, I knew that traveling. I'm going to Puerto Rico today uh, to do a wedding, and um, I knew I had to get a COVID test 48 hours or less before traveling. So I scheduled it for Sunday at 3.30, okay? Now, this is during Oakland time frame. So fast forward to yesterday, we had a game that started at 3 o'clock. 
So mm-hmm. at about noon, I'm like, hey, charge the iPad up. We YouTube TV and the iPad with the, with the volume up in the store. Wherever we got to be at, we listen to this motherfucking game. So uh, it was all in the car. It was all kind of, you know, intimate. It wasn't too crazy. But uh, we got that accomplished. Got the negative, the negative test. So good to go on travel. And um, you got to do a travel declaration to go into Puerto Rico coming from the mainland, from the state side, so, or from the states. So uh, we had to do all that, get all that accomplished. So I'm doing all that during the game. But, of course, there was a game last night. And my bagels is going to the <laughs> So fired up about this shit because everybody been talking shit still to this day. Talking shit about how we not gonna get there. Y'all not gonna beat Kansas City this time. You know what? We earned every damn it win that we have had in this playoffs. It wasn't given to us. We went out there and got that shit. So that's why I'm talking shit for the next two weeks. I've been quiet for about a year and a half. So <laughs> <laughs> for the next two weeks, anybody that wanna talk, I'm I'm with. So what what you think what you think about all the uh Bengals fans coming out of the bushes? I done saw a picture of my mama. She done changed her profile picture where she got a Bengals hat on. I'm like, bro, you've been a Cowboys fan your whole entire life. Where'd you get this Bengals hat out of nowhere? I do think it's funny. And being uh new to this, uh some of the other teams like the Steelers and Cowboys and I'm sure Patriots things of that nature get the bandwagoners and you know I I always just wonder and laugh at it from a distance but now it happens to my my team I do somewhat take offense but I just kind of leave them in their own little they can just have their little space you know (laughs) I got phone calls from people that I served in the military with that I haven't that we are just Facebook friends I was getting Facebook phone calls from probably four or five friends that remembered in 01 to 05 how much I was a Bengals fan. You know what I'm saying? So that those type of friends was calling, high school friends was calling. I FaceTime, I ain't never FaceTime Kev a day in my life. <laughs> I FaceTime Kev running around the house. I was uh I was super fired up, uh smoking his pops who are Steelers fans. They called, gave me good, good, good congratulations. So I'm just I'm just excited that my team earned their right to be at the Super Bowl. It wasn't nothing else other than earned. We was down 18. Yeah. Think, things was looking ugly. I was doing a lot of driving during that time, so I was kind of happy <laughs> that I wasn't watching that shit. But when I got home and settled and put on my hats, ah. it started changing. Ah, now we know what you got to do from the jump of the Super Bowl. Three hats I'm, I'm from the jump. I'm messing around and fly like this today. I'm about to be that guy. <laughs> I'm messing around and we'll just just be rocking this. But yeah, this this is uh this is dedicated to the Oakland win, to the Tennessee number one seat, by the way. Got them out of there. And bye bye, Chiefs. I don't gotta see my homes. Sorry, Dibs about your black quarterback, but <laughs> you know what? I, got, I said I was like go. I'm like, man, whoever come out of what's it, the AFC, whoever come out of the AFC, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm rooting for because it was a, it was a win-win. You know, I fucked with my homes a long way, but gotta, you know, at this point, rooting for the hometown team. I'm sure Dayton will 
feel a lot of the ripple effect of Cincy being in the Super Bowl, so I'm I'm all the way with it. Oh, this is man. actually going to be detrimental to me because Super Bowl falls on the day before Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is the busiest week we have for edible arrangements. Oh boy! So so that is a sixty hour week. That's a that's just a lot of to deal with. I, I sent a, after I sent y'all that streaming video, which I sent to everybody, by the way, mm-hmm. to the owners included. After, after I sent that, I sent, a, I sent a message saying, I'll be in at 4 a.m. Super Bowl Sunday to knock out my 10 hours because I'm getting the hell up out of there for this game. And I'm putting in the slip now for the parade. Because if that <laughs> gets this, if, if they shock the world and get this chip, you're going to see Killa. I'm, I'm at the parade. I'm there. So let me say this. Congratulations to all the Cincinnati Bengals fans. Like Killa said, y'all definitely earned it. Took out the number one seed and took down the best quarterback in the league on the road. They were down yes. and we're watching the game. And you can say it. They was they were the two seed. You can say it. The one and two seed. One and two seed. So we're watching the game. The Chiefs are going in for the kill shot. Yeah. Mahomes yeah. gets greedy. Not only does Mahomes get greedy, Andy Reid gets greedy by yep. knowing damn well they should have kicked the field goal. Get the yep. points. He waves off. And don't they, they got the ball back at halftime. Yes. 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 That would have been, been it. They wave off the field goal team. Mahomes waves off the field goal team. Andy Reid says, okay, I trust you. They try to hit Kelsey over the middle. Uh, Jermaine Pratt is right there plastered on him. So he goes to his second read, which is Tariq Hill in the flat. But when you have five seconds on the clock, you don't have time to go to your second read. Just throw it out the back of the end zone. One tick on the clock, kick the field goal. That's more than likely ball game. That is going to be a steep hill to climb. The Cincinnati Bengals did a great job defensively, and they basically dropped a whole bunch of dudes in the coverage. And Sam Hubbard and um, um, the other dude, 91, got after him. Like, them dudes was gas chasing him all around that field and made it very difficult for Patrick Mahomes. And then ultimately, the big defensive tackle got the interception. Boom. Cincinnati scores a touchdown. And then it goes into overtime. Tip pass, interception. Run, 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 field goal. Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Now, it's time to, for me to pat myself on the back. Can I pat myself on the back? Sure. <laughs> I recommended that we do the pod Monday so we could potentially be talking about the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Super Bowl as opposed to taping our normal Sunday pod. So you are getting this fresh off the press. This is fresh yes. off the press. This is- 9 17 a.m. Killer is about to go on an airplane and go DJ a wedding. Dizzle is just waking up from playing video games and doing a whole bunch of paperwork. I am about to go to work. So, this is how much we are dedicated to this here podcast, giving you hot, fresh takes. Once again, I want to pat myself on the back. Mm. This couldn't have worked out any better for the pod. And also on a personal level, you know, I co-host the sports talk show. My co-host, Justin Kenner. Yeah, Tim is, Kenner, I said what up to. He is a Cincinnati Bengals hater. And I'm just dying to hear how he spins this into this was luck, something crazy of those 
those lines. But this is great content for the show for the next two weeks. So congratulations, Cincinnati Bengals fans. Uh, it seems like there's a lot more of you out there than it was a couple weeks ago. But it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, have your fun. Enjoy. And, and good luck. And good luck. I'm not a hater. Shouts to Mike Wilson. I know he a listener, man. Shouts to the homie, Mike. Oh, man. I, I was talking a, to I had, I had all my Black Air Force Ones, too. <laughs> I was talking to Mike. I was talking to Jimmy. I was talking to my boy Peanut. All Cincinnati dudes. All Cincinnati Bengals fans. Blowing my line up after they won. So, congratulations, man. Y'all definitely earned it. And once again, I'm not a hater. I'm not you a hater. I'm most excited you know, I really about it. What I'm most excited about every song that I dance to at this wedding, because I'm the best man in the wedding and DJing. So the wife's gonna be playing the music and I got a lot of mixes, so it's gonna be kind of party slash work. But every song I dance to, I'm doing the Sal Sal for the next two weeks. <laughs> all the Cincinnati dances is what I'm doing. I'm doing all the Cincinnati dances because uh I've been waiting a long time to feel this way about my team being in the chip. So we there. I think I saw what the biggest or the fastest turnaround in, in a, is it the fastest turnaround in NFL history? Like they was well, over the last two years was damn near the worst team in the league to the Super Bowl. I got to look up that number, but it, I, I remember seeing that they had one of the, the biggest and fastest turnarounds. But I also got a shout out uh, Matt Stafford because I remember vividly and I'm. I'm, I, you know, I ain't got no problem admitting when I'm wrong. It's on wax. One of them episodes back when the season first started, y'all were saying how Matt Stafford to the Rams was going to be a big deal. And I'm like, man, that nigga's been on a losing team his entire career. That nigga is ass. <laughs> this ain't really going to do nothing. And he's in the Super Bowl. So shout outs to Matt Stafford, you know, shit, making it happen. I didn't I know he had it in him. I got a little bit different take, man. I got a small different take. If dude from the Niners number three, I can't remember his name, makes that interception. Oh, oh man. that was the easiest catch. He dude, got that shit was that. a punt. That yeah. shit was a punt. Like, he, he makes that interception. Like we are watching the San Francisco 49ers take on the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. So, as great as Matthew Stafford was last week versus Tom Brady and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers making big-time throws, getting them up 27-3, to and then his team just coughing it up and him still coming back to win the game, he was about to be the GOAT and not the GOAT, not the greatest of all time. He was about to be the dude everybody was looking at. Dude dropped that interception, and then Jimmy G decided to throw a no-look Magic Johnson pass to get intercepted for the game time. So, yeah, Matthew Stafford, he did play. He played all right. His team is headed to the Super Bowl. He in there, yeah. But I uh, don't that's know. The, he had an interception that's the also in the need. end zone. He threw an interception in the end zone, too, like on their second drive of the game. And then that one definitely should have been picked, and that probably would have been lights out ball game. But, you know, to nope. the team's credit, they were able to get it done. So, Bengals, Rams. Two weeks from now, we'll save our picks for later. But come on, you know who I'm picking. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess me and Dizzle will save our picks for later. <laughs> Shout out to Odell. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Odell in the Super Bowl too. Oh man, oh the 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 Baker Mayfield slander is at an all time high now, boy. I love and it. Yeah, all, all I've been seeing is how the Browns beat us twice this year. I'm like, yeah. 
Y'all did? <laughs> but guess what you watching on February 13th? Oh, man. Oh, man. So, we got major news about two quarterbacks. One, Ben Roethlisberger is officially retired from the NFL. 18 seasons I, with my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. And then we got news. Then we, oh, man. I, I'm, I'm brokenhearted. But, hey, man, 18 <laughs> years. About 16 of them was great. The last two have been very, very, very shaky. So, you know, it's time. You know what I'm saying? Go enjoy the wife and kids. Spend that money. Spend that time with the wife and kids, man. We appreciate the two Super Bowls you helped us get, Big Ben. Then we get news that Tom Brady is retiring. All the montages come out. All the graphics come out. All the stats come out. And then we get news from Tom Brady's old man, his pops, Tom Brady Sr. He said he ain't retiring yet. He ain't done yet. So, Tom Brady, is he retiring? Is he not retiring? What's going on? I don't think he retired. I think they – so, every elite athlete that I've watched in my days, when they get to a certain age, they don't want to do certain shit within the season. They just want to get to the meat and the potatoes of the season. So, I'll be feeling like I don't see Brady wanting to go to OTAs in the summer. <laughs> I mean, Brady going to work and he going to get the work in, but I just don't know how much he wants to be committed to it right now. So he going to wait until he's mentally ready, enjoy some of the bread, you know, kick back and then make a decision. So I, I think it's still up in the air. I think when we live in a, we live in a time where it just takes one somewhat of a source that you trust and then the ball gets to rolling, and everybody's, you know, before you know it, it's CNN, WHIO, and everybody else put out the same info. So it's it's too early to even say right now. The season just ended. He could say he's retiring now and then say he's not retiring in August, and it'd be okay. I think he done so. I think he done so, man. Um, I don't know, because that news just – you know, somebody had to like he said something to somebody. That just ain't something that just popped out of nowhere. Right. Um, I think he's just upset that it got leaked without him being mm-hmm. able to have his whole well for one, the super I don't think he's gonna be trying to take the spotlight of as good as a playoffs as this is, just because he lost. <laughs> um, so I think he's really gonna officially come out with something after the season, you know. I don't think he's one to try to – well, I don't even know this nigga, but this is just what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, I don't think he's trying to do the uh, the tribute year or whatever, you know, announce it, and then everybody's going to be showing him even more love at, at every single game he's going to. I don't think he's going for that. So I Jersey think he, exchange is like D-Wade. Yeah, 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 the farewell tour. Um, I think he's just going to announce it after the Super Bowl and the dust settles there. Um, I think he's done playing. I don't think he's done as a football player. I think he got a lot left in the tank, man. But I think, you know, everything with the wife and kids and everything like that. But I just saw on ESPN says if he retires after Saturday, Tampa Bay owes him $15 million. So that's why he's mad. He's not mad that it came out. It's like, hey, man, y'all fucking up my money. Like, yeah. If they they might be trying to keep that fifteen million dollars, how does that work? Release it next week. I don't know. It's just how the shit go. Shouts out to his agent. 
His agent is a G. Yeah. <laughs> His right. agent made it happen. So he going to get that extra $15 million and be like, all right, it's been real. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. For sure, nice. for sure. So, Dizzle, Ozark, season four. What's up? Where you at? I feel like, no, I am definitely watched it. I, and I feel like I am probably going to rewatch it again before the next part two comes out. Because a lot happened <laughs> in the... Right uh, after we had the, the pod last week. Because you was right at the point where you were still kind of like, eh. Me and Kel sitting <laughs> here like, oh, these last two episodes. <laughs> yeah, not nah, for sure, for sure. But a lot happened in that season. I felt like it was a lot of a lot of open ends that they have to tie together so it can be a complete a complete show, a complete ending. Cause right. what what was they going on? They they was they was fucking with the pharmaceutical people. Yeah. They had the uh they had the young, what was his name? Is it not is it Javi or my children? Javi. Okay, I Javi, thought I just okay. made that up. They got Javi on the back of their necks. Yeah. They got uh, the grandma, whatever her name was, the older lady. <laughs> she, okay. she, not, she not listening to nobody. Then you got Ruth's storyline with her trying to do her own thing. Then you got the son doing his own thing. It was just, and then you got, uh, what's not Javi, the, the older dude, the, uh, the cartel. So like. Oh, boss. yeah, yeah, yeah. The boss boss. Then you got the boss yeah. boss with his storyline trying to figure things out and, and get immunity. So it was a I think it was just a lot to to binge. It was a lot to binge. So yeah, I'm definitely going to have to rewatch it. But the last two episodes definitely um left it off to where you gotta watch the, the part two. Um I do, even though I thought it was a lot, think that they're wrapping it up pretty good. You know, Ozark ain't never been shot to kill niggas off. Right. To just blast them with a shotgun. So I was not expecting the ending. Are we doing spoilers? Yeah. Yeah, we out here. It's been yeah. it's been two weeks. We was about ready to do spoilers yeah. last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we was waiting on you. <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting uh Wyatt. Yeah. I was not expecting why to get blasted, but shit, that come with the territory, man. You 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 in bed with one of the uh, biggest nemesis uh, nemesis of the show. So Dude, I thought it was gonna be more of a changed. war, but at least goddamn, he didn't get a chance. <laughs> everything that you just said is why I'm so excited for the last seven episodes because they got to tell all these stories and close this whole. Thing that is Ozark in seven episodes. Yeah. So Ruth gonna go stone cold crazy. Yeah. Um, it's gonna bring in the you know the family, the daughter who was a silent assassin over there, just knowing the game without knowing the game. Like she she gonna have to do something. Like it's, it's gonna be every single person that's left is gonna be so valuable to the last seven episodes. So it's really. It's really laid out to me to where whether it's written yet or not, whether it's done or not, who can't like it, it's laid out to just go crazy. So I'm definitely gonna rewatch it myself just to get 
I like to watch, you know, like kind of like Dizzle a couple weeks out, get ready for it, get hyped for it, because it was a lot that happened and a lot I want to remember about the last season. So mm-hmm. I'm with y'all 100%. I don't think, well, first of first, did y'all think Darlene was going to get smoked? That's the old lady, right? Yeah, yeah. Wyatt's wife. Yeah. I, I did not. I, I thought I, I didn't think it was going to be as abrupt, you know what I mean? But uh, I thought it was going to be a war. I thought it was yeah. going to be where they're going to have to get some shit smoking, guns blazing, her with that shoddy. It's going <laughs> to have to make something happen because she also killed uh, the Casey Mob dude. She, she killed the Did sheriff? She killed the sheriff? Yeah. Did she killed the sheriff too? No, she, no, no, no. No, Javier no, that, killed no, the sheriff. Javier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Javier yeah, killed the yeah, sheriff yeah. at uh, the old girl's house. Yeah, and then brought yeah. him to the bird's house. Like, yeah, put this in your cremator. But yeah, See, like, only, her body count is crazy, yo. Like, she's my I mean, only she, she shot uh, Tommy Dick off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Got my right. nigga <laughs> on crutches and shit. Like, damn, then killed this old man. Like, her body count is crazy. I did think that she was dead. When she had that heart attack at the Bird's house driveway, when Wendy yeah. went straight, yeah. Heisenberg was like, just wa- was watching yeah. her die. I thought she was dead right there, and then she popped up the next episode in the in the hospital. And so I thought that she was gonna make it out of the first part. And then when you know Javier was putting two and two together, I was like, oh, he about to go smoke her. And I was like, man, is Wyatt gonna make it out? And then I was like, once he told him to sit down, I was like, nah, he about to pop both these motherfuckers in. It was all she wrote. The only thing I don't like about that with Darlene is when they introduced Darlene when she was married to the husband that got killed. They had like an army of people. They was they was flexing on on, what, on how they lived and right. couldn't nobody touch us. So they had all this like stature, and it just seemed like they took all that away from her and just left her with Wyatt. It was just like real intimate settings and it's like where did that whole crew that used to make all that cocaine grow in them fields and get all that shit moved like why wasn't they kind of in in the mix it just it it left her exposed to die so that's why i didn't i wanted her to kind of have she had the power and was doing so much that Mm -hmm. like dizzle said i thought it was gonna be a full-blown fight over the land it was gonna be you know choppers and you know you you (laughs) name it so I thought it was going to go down with her, but she kind of just got popped on some like, well, now the the what are they fighting for? Like they ain't fighting for her land no more. So yeah, they already got her land because she sold part of it to get the casino and shit going. That shit yeah. happened. But my thing is, I don't think that one of these people are going to die. Wendy's going to either die or Ruth is going to die. Both of them not making it out the last seven episodes. Wendy I think that or Ruth is gonna die. Yeah, I think Ruth dies because, oh. because here's what I hear. Here's what I think. She went, she got that baby, right? But who else is alive to own that property? That baby. That baby gonna end up being the gold. <laughs> To, to something because they don't have no one else that's alive that owns that land. So Ruth with that baby and losing her boo, 
and losing on how she was, you know, she bought that raggedy ass hotel and ain't doing what she's supposed to do with it. Like, so I think Ruth about to be a full blown menace out here. That's what I'm waiting for. She's the one I want to see lose her shit. So do you think she's going to die? Yeah, I do. I okay, think she, okay. she died. She dies before the seventh episode. Mm. Guns blazing. I think, yeah, I think, I think Ruth dies. Um, I don't think the Bird family comes out intact, though. Somebody got to go. If Ozark is anything about Ozark, I know is some main characters has got to go. They got Wyatt. They got the old lady out before the finale season. Somebody Either. else, somebody else yeah. is dying, and it's not just Ruth. But so if they so let's let's break it down real quick. If they lose the daughter. Wendy and Pops going crazy. If they lose the son, Wendy and Pops and the daughter going crazy. But if they lose Pops or if they lose Moms, the son don't give a fuck. Daughter going to go crazy. Pops, uh, maybe. And if they lose Pops, Wendy ain't going to give a fuck. Yeah, son probably going to give a fuck. He, daughter ain't probably going to give a fuck. Like, so, like, I could see it being him. Oh! No! I see it being him just because of how... You know, he full-blown cheated, and they ain't talking about that no more, but him and Wendy ain't on the best of terms. You know, they ain't fucking. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, they they full-blown business relationship at this point. So, it's, uh, he's the most expendable, but also... No, wait, wait, wait. He ain't cheated. She cheated. She cheated. He was Wendy kissing on, cheated. He was kissing on Blue Cat Lady. She yeah, kissed he, him. He she kissed him. And Wendy was out here getting getting tapped season one on camera <laughs> on camera Rizze. so that started the whole shit wendy i can't yeah. stand her she's trash if she gets murked <laughs> i wouldn't mind but ozark being ozark killer you're probably right marty bird yeah. might bite it and we have to wendy sitting at the top of the boo chain or some shit like that that'll be fucked yeah. up yeah so so hold on i do have one ahead. question too but when they started off the episode with that accident, what was the meaning and significance of that? Because I don't remember that accident being... I, don't, I, I just don't a, remember it. Maybe I think right. that's a flash forward into potentially the last episode or some shit. Yeah, how it ends. Gotcha. That's a good uh, callback because I, I forgot about that and it didn't get brought back up at all. Yeah, I think that's a flash forward to what's gonna ultimately end up happening. Maybe okay. all the motherfuckers bite it. They yeah. might all catch a fade. Shit, this show crazy like that. So, yeah. Dr. Dre tweeted out, Marshall Mathers versus who? Swiss Beats replied, Bussa, let's go. Eminem versus Bussa Rhymes in a versus battle. Who would win? Busta Rhymes. <sighs> I would like to say Busta Rhymes. I would like to say Buster Rhymes. They both, and that's a good matchup, by the way. That's that yeah. is a good matchup. You know, both got old hits, both got new hits. Both is the fast, rapidy, fast, rapidy, rapidy rappers. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen. Let me get that out there. Mm. I don't think it's gonna happen. Buster's gonna do a versus, but Eminem, I don't believe, is jumping in that arena. Um, he has more, or Eminem has more to lose uh, by jumping in that arena. 
And to go against Buster is not an easy out. I think uh, Buster's performance is going is, is what's going to set him over the top if this does happen. I'm with Buster as well. I'm with Buster too, too animated, too much energy. New York, you know how New York get down on that uh, first stage. Facts, facts. I'm with Buster too, but I'm not going to play M. You know, M is a former battle rapper. So I think he has a lot of stage presence, and I've seen him perform, too. And M got some sneaky hits out there. Like, I don't think M is going to bring uh, Slim Shady to uh, a Busta Rhymes party. I think he's going to know he's going to need to bring Bitch Please. I am the way I am. I know. I think he's going to know he needs to bring those type of records to this. I don't think he can go with those super commercial-ass records. I think he knows he's going to have to go into his hip-hop bag and the couple party songs that he does have, his feature bag that he got, a couple joints with Biggie and stuff like that. I think M is smart enough to know, like, all right, man, I'm dealing with something different here. I can't just go to this old goofy shit that I uh, always get a ton of airplay back in the early 2000s. But I'm here for it. I would love for this to happen. Yeah. As much as as much as I fuck with him, I just don't think he said the chance because Buster just the the time and space he has spent in music. I mean, he can go anywhere, battle damn near any genre of hip hop. He's been a, he's been in the in the mix or somewhat of around it, and just a number of songs. The energy that he would bring versus what M would bring, like that would just be, it would feel like a win for Buster just off of how Buster gonna perform and how M gonna perform. The energy would just be different. So I really don't want to see it on paper. It sounds good, but like live, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to just sit there and watch an hour and a half of the DJ before the show started, and then two hours of of them playing songs that really. Energy wise, Buster gonna be able to match anything that M throw out with a more popular club song because M don't have M got bangers and hits, but they worldwide. Buster right. worldwide too, but Buster got a core of just like That's that Kavasi <laughs> eight. Come on, I don't know yeah. what M gonna do. <laughs> songs, songs, songs that I've been DJing for fifteen years, and I play a Buster song at probably quarterly. You know, I'll probably play a Buster song quarterly at every fourth event. <laughs> so y'all ready for a couple quick hitters, though, before we slide up out of here before Killer gets on that airplane? Yes, Damn. sir. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico Killer. Uh, Donda 2 allegedly is dropping February 22nd. Killer, will you be listening to it? Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> Like it ain't, I. It gotta have, it gotta have some eight oh eights with it, man. I need some eight oh eights, man. It's something about when I, when listening to that song or that or that first Donda album and just I, I you gotta be in a certain mind space. And my house is too crazy with three kids to ever have the time to just mellow out to that. Like I need something that's gonna keep me. Charge and I couldn't find it on the first Donda, so but I'll try. I'll try. Dizzle, what about you? Day one, night one. <clears throat> For one, it's not dropping. It's, <laughs> it's it's not coming out. I don't remember the last time Kanye did a release and it actually dropped when he said it was. 
Um, so if Down to Two is truly a thing, it'll come out summer, fall, but it ain't coming out February. It ain't even been nowhere even close to a year since uh, Donda One. Donda came out what September, August. I thought it, it was, was or even know. October. You know what I'm saying? Like it it was not uh, hasn't even been seven or eight months since Donda came out. Um, Donda Two. You said what February twenty second? Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Um, but yeah, whenever it does drop, I'm I'm all here for it. I actually was just listening to Donda the other day, and I like it just as much as I did when I first listened to it. I think it's <laughs> one of those albums that I will, the Kanye fans will continue to appreciate the first Donda album, all 27 songs or how many? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll listen to it for podcast purposes only. You know. <laughs> It's part of the job, so I'll listen to it. I'll give it a quick run or two and, you know, give my feedback on the pod, and that'll be that. Uh, Dame Dash is making paid in full part two. Uh, I'll start with this one. I think this is a horrible <laughs> idea. Not only do I think yeah. this is a horrible idea, I think it's pretty disrespectful. Paid in full is a bona fide classic. I'm not allowed to watch that movie around the wife because I quote it word for word, line for line, voice inflections and everything. I love that movie. Don't make a part two. Please, don't make a part two. It's happening. I won't be watching. Yeah, I don't want to see Ace and what was it, Rico and Mitch. I don't want to see all that like well, Mitch is now. There. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, that's something you just leave. You just leave. Leave alone. Like, I I, I I thought the same way about the Friday shit. Like I, I didn't want to see. Like the remake, is it, never going to touch. Like even the Eddie Murphy shit. Like nothing's gonna touch. Oh. Nothing's gonna touch the classic that made you fall in love with it. It's just gonna be something to, to watch for the moment. It's dope for the individuals that you know get to relive it and make some bread off of it. But like, it ain't gonna be the timestamp that in twenty years. It's gonna hold as much weight as the classic, you know what I'm saying? So like the the longevity of it is so much more less that is I've never been a fan of the remake. I don't I don't know why they're doing this now. Why now? What is it? Twenty years later? Yeah. Not needed. Um, I don't think this movie ever needed a part two. Uh. Because I mean, yeah. it's based off of, it's based off a true story. You know what I'm saying? Like Rico, aka Alpo, he just got killed. You know what I'm saying? In real life, you know, Mitch, aka Rich Porter, died back in like '86. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get the whole point of a part two. Now, if it comes out that this is another movie based on a true story, and they just using the title paid in full, my argument to that would just call it something else. You know what I'm saying? These part twos to hood classics never turn out well. Like, there ain't no juice part two. There ain't no boys in the hood two. There ain't no menace to society. Is there two. a belly two? There is a belly two with the game in it. I saw it on BET one night. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I watched about, I don't know, to the second commercial break. And I was like, what is this shit? And that's exactly that. what it was. It was shit. Shit mm-hmm. in a bag. Don't do this, Dame. 
Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, Shador Sanders, Deion Sanders' youngest son. He plays quarterback for uh, Jackson State. He becomes the first HBCU football player to sign a deal with Gatorade. Talk about the bag that this young man is getting. Hey, um, I don't. How long has Deion Sanders been a, uh, a coach? Was it like three years? Two years? Uh, I think this is his. Maybe I think this is his. Uh, th- he's going into his third yeah. year, but he coached yeah. high school football for like five years. But the, I'm just thinking of the impact he's had in such little time, man. Um, I know. What's his name? Eddie George. Ain't he a football coach over there? Um, you know, they making big moves. I know they got a, a showcase, some some type of a, like a pro day coming up, mm-hmm. which I didn't see. Like, I don't know if they did this back in the day or if this is new for the HBCUs, but um, he's definitely bringing a ton of eyes to it. Him getting some of the best top recruits is, is huge. I'm hoping that, um, you know, the success that college football is seeing kind of translates to college basketball. Um, Because I know it's easier to go viral and to have a name for yourself as a high school basketball player. At least this is what I think. Y'all are entrenched in this, too. So do y'all believe, like, the basketball players have a little bit of a benefit coming up? You know what I mean? I know more high school basketball players than I know high school football players. Hell yeah. I mean, you always know more basketball players than football players. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have a helmet on. You see your face. Right. It's a ton of shit that you do as a basketball player. I believe that uh, Mikey Williams, one of the mm-hmm. top juniors, I think he's playing here for Centerville coming up pretty soon. So, like, we know about them from their highlights and everything like that. It's kind of, like, hard to... I mean, yes, you have highlight tapes as a football player, but you get more wow factor from a basketball player and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You see their face, you see the moves, you know, you can just simply isolate. As a wide receiver, if your quarterback stinks, you just out here running. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, it, it, it's way easier. But yeah, man, this for him, Shador, and all the HBCUs out there. I mean, you got to think, man, not only that deal with Gatorade, you got to deal with Beats by Dre. He got a deal with uh, Tom Brady's apparel company. So, mm-hmm. like, this whole NIL situation for young people and young athletes, man, is blowing up, man. And them capitalizing on it is amazing because for so many years, they couldn't make money off their own name, their own image and likeness. And now that it, they are, and now that they are at HBCUs, People feel a type of way. Your Alabamas, your Georgias, your Ohio States feel a type of way. You know, don't be mad at Dion because he's playing the game. Tell yeah. your coaching staff and your ADs to play the game, too. And I just think back, too, like, it always improves. you, Or you hope it to improve from the time you was in that age to, you know, the kids now. But I remember being excited to go see this kid, LeBron James, play against the Kavanaugh brothers in Centerville at UD Arena. You know what I'm saying? Because he was the number one thing smoking. And imagine if LeBron, with the power that LeBron had at that age, I mean, he would have another $100 million to his name. Easy. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just, it, it's, it's so dope to see that, you know, somebody, when the when the world is on their shoulders and on their backs and everything is being the hawk, like you watch like a hawk, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, 
it's going to be nice to be able to recoup some of that and not have to go back and borrow somebody's, you know, food card for the week. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really, they really, they're going to have to bear those responsibilities of being that stature earlier, which yeah. will only be beneficial to them long term. So, it's love, man. And uh, real quick before we slide about it, did y'all watch that show, P Valley? I started. I think I watched maybe two or three episodes, but that was that was it. It's coming well. It's coming back February. When is it coming back? Uh, another show dropping in Fe- February twenty first, I believe it is. So my, my entire edible staff, females, all over that show. So that's all they talked about every week. That show was out. So I definitely heard about it, but I never really got around to watching. That's what's up. Jossie Power? Power? Oh, absolutely. You know I'm caught up. Some go to church on Sundays. I watch Power on Sundays. <laughs> nah, I got to uh, That's on my list today after a long nap. I, um, <laughs> yeah. I got Power on my list. Clap it up for Dizzle getting up super early to do the pod, man. You know. Yeah, we appreciate you. <laughs> my wife is making fun of me because I'd be like waking up just minutes before. <laughs> I don't give myself time to prep or nothing. I always laugh when me and Kev get going at 5.30, 8 a.m. on a random Tuesday. I'd be like, I know Dizzle was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> nah, my shit be on silent. My shit be, yeah. Because I be hearing the buzzes. If it's, if that shit is dinging, I'm I'm turning it to silent. But nah, I be, it ain't never for me to go back to sleep. <laughs> well, killer safe travels. Safe travels. Enjoy your victory. Your two weeks until the big game. To your boys play in the Super Bowl. Say that shit with your chest. (laughs) You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace. Peace.